the college basketball experience, Creighton Blue Jays 2022 season preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet a hundred dollars at WinBet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN merch store. Yes, use the promo code NFC Beast for 15% off active until the Eagles or Giants lose their next game. But in general, you got to hop in the merch store. We got these college campus tour edition t shirts. You got to check it out. So do that and then do us a favor and let it ride. Hey, this is John Sally, and you listen to SGPN. Let it ride. Experience Creighton Blue Jays 2022-23 season preview episode. If you're wondering who the hell you're listening to, my name is Colby Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. <laughs> yes, it is an, it, it's a very exciting time, I think, to be a Creighton Blue Jay fan. I know the town of Omaha is probably rocking. It's always rocking, though, man. Shout out to the uh, subscribe to the college baseball experience with Noah Bina because I know they do a great job there in Omaha. And look, subscribe to the college football experience, the college baseball experience, the college basketball experience. We're all together as one on on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Uh, I am joined by, I mean, former, former video coordinator for Bob Huggins and West Virginia University and host of the Ryan and Rush show, which uh, you should check out that podcast, as well as he is host of the NFL gambling podcast. So just all over the board. You're going to hear him all season long here on the college basketball experience. Uh, so give it up for my guy, Ryan McIntyre. How you doing, Ryan? I'm doing good. Colby. Uh, interesting team here with Creighton expectations low last year. They overachieved, but this year expectations are as high as ever back in Omaha. Yeah. I mean, Greg McDermott, I mean, you look at, at, at first off that record, this is just at Creighton in Omaha. If you're watching on YouTube, I'm putting it up on the screen. 276 at 131 in 12 years. He's only had one losing season in Omaha, and that was in 14-15 when he went 14 and 19. I mean, it's hard to find. Overall, he's got 556 wins in his career as a coach at stops, you know, all over the place. Wayne State, North Dakota State, Northern Iowa, his alma mater, uh, Iowa State, and then Creighton. Um I mean, this, I, I actually believe just blindly before we, I know we're going to get into all, uh, everything. I, I think, you know, this is the bet like from a on paper standpoint, which we'll go, we'll go through, but I think this is probably the most excited ever Creighton blue Jay fans probably have been even the fucking Benoit Benjamin days with Willis Reed 
Uh, I, I think uh, this has got to be one of the more exciting time periods to be a Creighton Blue Jay fan. I mean, yes, those years in the Missouri Valley, um, the Valley was always a blast. But since they came into the yep. Big East, and now you're really starting, they they've been fantastic since joining the Big East. I mean, that if you if you pull up the the year by year numbers uh, since they have uh, joined joined the conference, and you look and say, okay, well they jumped to the Big East in thirteen fourteen. Uh, these were their records: twenty-seven and eight in year one. I'd say they were ready. Uh, then fourteen and nineteen. Okay, that's the one losing season. Then twenty and fifteen, twenty-five and ten, twenty-one and twelve, twenty and fifteen, twenty-four and seven, twenty-two and nine. Last year, twenty-three and twelve, and they gave Kansas a little bit of a scare uh, in the tournament. If memory serves me correct, uh, I know they yes. lost. They 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 got hit with a couple injuries. I feel like that. Kind of really hurt them, but uh, I will say this: since they've gotten gone in the Big East, they've only got to the third round once of the NCAA tournament. But they have been dancing five of uh, the what the nine years, and they've had a winning record every year, but one year. And I, we could pull it up within the Big East too. I mean, thirteen and fourteen, fourteen and four in the Big East. Then your four and fourteen season. Then nine and nine, ten and eight, ten and eight, nine and nine, thirteen and five, fourteen and six, twelve and seven. So that record. Also, only one losing season within conference play. Fucking phenomenal. That is phenomenal. What do you make of all that? Well, you mentioned it. When they joined the Big East, everybody kind of was like, what a weird fit because they're in Omaha. North, they play a bunch of Northeast schools. And I thought McDermott's son, Doug McDermott, really helped get that program going in the right direction with him and Echenique back in the day. But I mean, you, like you said, they were right there. They beat San Diego State in the round of 64 last year, and they had Kansas on the ropes, who won it all, obviously. If not for a couple of big plays by Baji down the stretch, they might have been moving yeah. on. And then who who knows how far they would have went? I mean, Kansas obviously won it all. They probably played Kansas the toughest, other than uh, Carolina in the finals. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I know they had some great years under Dana Altman, but McDermott has it going. And I, I tend to think, at least in my lifetime that I can recall, there's more buzz about Creighton this year than I can ever recall. Mm-hmm. So that there's there's two sides of that though. There's the fact that it's awesome to finally reach this plateau where it seems like you're bringing in, you know, and you've been consistently a 20-win team in college basketball the past eight years. Um you're in one of the best conferences in college basketball, but now all of a sudden it's that next step. Can you take that next step? Get to a Final Four, get to a uh, Elite Eight or a national championship, something like that. We will see. Uh, you look back um, from a season ago, and and you try to make sense of uh, the numbers. Obviously, I know, I know that the injuries were just a very very big deal. Uh, a season ago, uh, Kalkbrenner. I I could have swore I was trying to do my my homework on this on on what else they. I thought they had another injury, but I I I was drawing a blank. I thought they had one other injury. I'm not sure if it was. Uh, I'm looking at the game slate la- from last season. Maybe it was Alex O'Connell that went down late. I feel like, but either way. Uh, very talented roster a season ago. And when you look, when you look at everything, um, this was a team that I think returning most, most of their production. And that's another thing is last year. We didn't really, we didn't really think they were going to be setting the world on fire. We kind of thought, eh, you know, I remember they lost the kid to Texas uh, Bishop, but 
what a great year. You look, you look at the numbers here and uh, 42nd in the nation in field goal percentage, 42nd in the nation. Um, that right there is pretty damn good. And they're always been really good. How about this? They were also 20, uh, uh, well, 29th in three point attempts, 24th in the nation, three point attempts made uh, 67th in percentage. Um, just a really good offensive team. I mean, I think that's one of the things you, 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 we, we should probably point out is, Hey, can they, can they get better defensively? And will they, you know, 43rd in the nation and assist a season ago, the, the offense was flying the, the offense 50th in defensive rebounding. So uh, it's going to be very interesting to see how they do this year. Uh, let's get into what is returning. Um, well, you got, I think one of the biggest news is the health of Ryan Kalkbrenner. He's he's a, he's seven one, and I know he's a problem in the Big East. We yes. saw him go down with that that injury, right? Uh, I think it was a knee injury in the Kansas game. I think he's pretty important to this team. Yes, they have a freshman uh, Frederick King, who's six ten. But other than that, those are the really their their height of this team. Those two guys, uh, but they go out in the transfer portal. Well. They get they get one of the one of the best players I think available in the portal. I want to say twenty four seven sports had him rated as the number two guy to get in Baylor Shireman. Uh, what'd you make of that get? Because we we knew Nebhard was returning. All right, we knew they had a great recruiting class a year ago, and now a lot of these kids Trey Alexander, Kalu, Art, Arthur Kaluma, um, and and a few other guys were returning. But what'd you make of the Shireman get? Shireman was huge. He's a lefty. He kind of does a little bit of everything. I mean, you look at his stats, it, that, that just says it right there, 16 points, eight rebounds, five assists. He can light it up from downtown, 47%. He's going to be a really good Creighton guy, just mold right in with uh, Kalkbrenner and then as, as well as Nemhard in the backcourt. So huge, huge gift for Creighton. Well, and they also got Francisco Farabello coming in from TCU, who I think can be a critical guy uh, yeah. on this team. I, I really think, like, you know, you might see that and say, ah, oh, he only averaged a couple points a game down there in Fort Worth. I think he's going to flourish more in McDermott's uh, system than Jamie Dixon's. So I think that's a very good get. And how about this recruiting class? I feel like we, we got to talk about. Uh, what they bring in because there are some big names that they they brought in uh, that are freshmen. One of, one of the great names is Ben St- uh, Stoltzberg. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Shireman Stoltzberg yeah. Shireman. Yeah, Stoltzberg out of Northridge, California, right here by me. Uh, they also bring in Frederick King, uh, a six ten center, the one that I was alluding to with the height. Uh, they also bring in Mason Miller and, and, and Jason green, the uh, Jason green from, from Omaha. I'm telling you that that recruiting class past couple of years, all of a sudden they've been able to bring in some big time classes. What, what do you make of all the new faces? You know, and they've done a good job of not having guys transfer out, especially in this era with the NIL and transfer portal. So yeah, no, I think, uh, Schultzberger, he's going to have a chance to be a good creative program guy. And same with King. I mean, I, it's a good class, especially to pair it up with those two uh, transfers, Farabello and Shireman. So yeah, but great off season for the blue Jays. 
Yeah, and just the growth of Alexander and Kaluma should be something we and even Cockbrenner. Um uh they did lose Ryan Hawkins, they did lose Alex O'Connell and Keyshawn Feasel. Uh how big are the, how big do you think those losses? I mean, obviously Hawkins and O'Connell put up great stats. I mean, combined they put up around 26 points per game uh and uh, and about uh you know, 13 boards. Uh what what'd you make of, of all that law? I mean, they'll be replaceable. You think I know, I know everyone's high on them, but I still think there's something to it. Hawkins and O'Connell played big for them. Yeah. And when um, the big fella Kalkbrenner went out, I thought those two guys really carried the load to finish off that San Diego state round of 64 win and then give them a chance against Kansas. I think the main thing that they're going to miss with those guys is just a senior leadership with those guys being two fifth year seniors. Um, obviously O'Connell started his career at Duke. So he had been in plenty of big games. That's the biggest thing I, I they can replace their stats. They have plenty of guys with uh Kalkbrenner, Shireman, and even them hard, but mainly just the leadership. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, Mason Miller, son of former, former uh, Florida Gator, Mike Miller played in the NBA for the heat and I don't know, a bunch of teams. Uh, yeah, it's going to be really interesting to watch. Uh, I want to project the starting five. Um, but before I get to that, I want to get us paid. I want to tell you folks out there that the Creighton blue Jays, 2022, 23 season preview episode on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by win bet, bet a hundred dollars at win bet, get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet that sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by no house advantage. No house advantage is changing, changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. You can play in pickup contests versus other people for a shot at winning 250 K in cash. Download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for correct picks and climb up that leaderboard for your shot to win big money every single day. You can also test your skills versus the house and win 20 times the amount of money. The 20, 20 times the amount of money you enter if you hit all your picks. And it's not just NFL, it's NBA, it's MLB, it's PGA, it's MMA, it's NASCAR. Uh, sign up now with the promo code SGPN at nohouseadvantage.com or download the app in the App Store to get a first deposit match of $25. We're also brought to you by Babbel. All right, if you're like me and there's a foreign language that you regret not learning in school, well, it's never too late to start with Babbel. Babbel's a language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions. Wow. All right. And look for, for, for people like me that really regret not learning in high school, I think it's fantastic. They have this because they have 10 minute lesson plans. So even if your life is just crazy, say you just got a new board, new job, whatever, I don't know, but 10 minute lesson plans. So you can just boom, right in your car, figure it out on the way to work. Uh, and you'll be having real life conversations in a new language in as little as three weeks. Other language uh, learning apps uh, give you, or they use artificial intelligence essentially for their lesson plans. But with Babbel, Babbel was created by over 150 different language experts and voiced by real native speakers, not this computer nonsense. Uh, their teaching method has been scientifically, scientifically proven to be effective. Uh, with Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, German. Um, it's really just fantastic. So start, start your new language learning journey today with Babbel right now, get up to 55% of your subscription. When you go to B a B B E L.com slash S G P. Once again, that's babble.com slash S G P for up to 55% off your subscription. Babbel it's language for life, baby. Let's go. 
Uh, all right, we're back talking, talking Creighton, Blue Jay basketball. Projecting the starting five on some of these teams is absolutely hard as hell. You know, you have a better chance. I don't know. Cracking, cracking. Uh, I don't know some crazy, some crazy serial killer code. All right, but flip a coin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, here we are. I think we. I think this one's kind of easy. I think this one's kind of yeah. easy. Uh, at the one, we're gonna go Ryan Nebard. Eleven points per game a season ago, and once again, the three freshmen from a season ago: Nebard, Trey Alexander, and Arthur Kaluma. I think you can pencil all in. Nebhart at the one, Trey Alexander at the two, Shireman transferring in at the three, Kaluma at the four, and Cockbrenner at the five. And when I look at that starting five, you could argue that's one of the best in the country, right? Yes. And that's the reason they're preseason number nine, I think, in the preseason polls is that is a really good starting five. You've got experience, young experience with three sophomores that contributed as freshmen. And then obviously you're bringing Shireman in as well to blend in. And I like, I mean, I like Farabello off the bench for him too. I, I like the, mixing in those four freshmen with Farabello, Sharif yep. Mitchell. Uh, yeah. I think there's a lot of optimism. Uh, if, if you are, you should have a lot of optimism if you're a blue Jay fan, because I, I you got to look at that roster and say, Hey, this is, this is, this is really legit. What we got going in Omaha here. Let's hop into the schedule at a conference first. We know the Big East starts their conference play a little bit before all the other ones. I know we were previewing a lot of the ACC and Big 12. And those teams, it seems like right around New Year's, they get into uh, conference play. Not the case in the Big East. We'll get to it. But on uh, Monday, November 7th, on Fox Sports 1 at the at the Shy Health Center. <laughs> what a ridiculous fucking name. Bring your bring your membership. Uh Cause St. Thomas is, is coming into Omaha. The Tommies shout out to St. Thomas. They're pretty new to the, uh, to D one, but I, I, I love their, uh, you know, their, their drive to, to want to be successful. Uh, St. Thomas coming in. Uh, that's a dub, right? That's just a flat out dub. Yeah. I mean, y- you can pencil the first four in as a dub. I think, I think yeah. you agree with me on that. Looking at yeah. the schedule. Yeah. The, after that's North Dakota, the fighting Hawks, then Holy Cross, uh, all three of those within the first week of the season. I will say this: you see Riverside's better than what people know. If there was one of the four to give them a game, it ain't gonna be St. Thomas. It ain't gonna be North Dakota. It ain't gonna be Holy Cross. It will be UC Riverside. Keep an eye out on UC Riverside. I'm telling you, they're, they're better than what people think. They they open the season against Colorado on on uh, on November seventh. I think they could beat Colorado. So keep, keep yeah. an, keep an eye out on UC Riverside that game, but okay, let's, I, I'll, I'll go with you since they're all in Omaha. I got them four and zero out the gate. So then comes the Maui invitational. And I mean, it's a hard ticket to Hawaii and it's not paradise all the time, especially this year because the Maui invitational is insane this year. It's absolutely insane. Uh, the, the, um, the teams that are in the, the Maui invitational, but first off, we know, we don't know who they'll play besides on November 21st. We know that Creighton is going to be playing the Texas tech red Raiders. Uh, 
What do you make of that? And uh, where, where are you going on this one? You know, we, I think I'm trying to remember, we just did Texas tech and I think we picked uh, Texas tech. I'm going to flip here and go Creighton actually. <laughs> so just re looking back at, the, at my notes on, it's Creighton easy to see a tide tech. turn. <laughs> I was about to say it is easy to see a tide turn. So I'm going to go with the blue Jays to get this one done in a, I, this is a heck of a, this is game. Number one of the Maui, by the way, it's the early game. Yeah. I mean, and the lineup is absolutely fucking loaded by the way. And I agree with you. I'm going to flip. All right. I'm going to flip too. <laughs> uh, uh, Texas tech Creighton, uh, the other teams in this field, Louisville, Arkansas, Ohio state, San Diego state, Cincinnati, Arizona. I mean, shit. Uh, almost the entire field has been to the final four in the, in the past, <laughs> I feel like 30 years. Uh, so just uh, some big time names there. Yeah. I'm going to flip too. Sorry. Uh, Red Raider fans. Hopefully you're not listening to this one. You're gonna be like you asshole. Uh, <laughs> but the, the reality is, is, is I think they're just a better team, especially I thought Texas tech was kind of returning more when I look at it now. Yeah. I, now I will say this, I'm not super confident on my flip. I'm taking Creighton now. But because I do wonder about the physical, the physicality that Texas Tech plays with, you know, this Creighton team might not be able to match them from that from that point of view. I wish uh, Fardaz, uh, the big fellow for Texas Tech, was available to go head to head with Faulkner. I think that would be a hell of a matchup inside two guys that are six eleven, seven feet, going right at it. So that's why I'm going Creighton, just yeah. just edging them out. The, the, the Kalkbrenner advantage, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but 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 we and also Kaluma against O'Banner. Sound sign me up. Uh, th- so then they're going to get the winner of or the loser, depending on uh, how that shakes out, on Louisville and Arkansas. Now I'll say this: if you're a Creighton fan, you want to root for Louisville because <laughs> I think yes. Arkansas could give the Arkansas won the portal again. I feel like. I still think all these are winnable games. So, and then you get, these are all happening November 21st, November 22nd. And then the November 23rd, we don't know who they'll be playing and on the, on the 23rd. So let me ask you this. What should Creighton fans be happy with in on the Island and, and uh, performance wise, should they be happy with the two and one or should they be ha- Should they say three and oh, we're, we're loaded this year. What do you think? I, I mean, anytime you go to one of these loaded tournaments, you, it's got, you use the baseball MLB uh, logic where, Hey, let's just get to at least two out of three at worst. And then if we can, if we could sweep it, that's just gravy on top. Uh, yeah. The team I feel sorry for is Louisville. Cause you got to play Arkansas. And then if you lose that, you got to play the loser of Creighton and Texas tech. <laughs> <laughs> that's it's a tough, tough draw. It's tough. Uh, so that means through the month of November. So hold on. So what do you, what do you think? You're going to be two and one. Gun to your head, three and zero. What do you think? I'm gonna go two and one. <sighs> I'm gonna pick Arizona to win the Maui. Yeah, I'm gonna go two and one too. I just feel like they're yeah. they're bound to lose to Texas Tech, Arkansas, or Arizona. And I'll be honest, I wouldn't be shocked if they're one and two. No, I mean, yeah, that it's the it's the old baseball thinking, man. We gotta get we gotta get two out of three out of this. So that would put them at. Uh, six and one in the month of November then. Oh, hi, December. 
<laughs> December first, you head to to Austin, Texas, to take on Chris Beard and the Texas Longhorns. Oof. I. Oh man, and they get Bishop the revenge match. Christian Bishop, who starts for Texas, former uh, Creighton Blue Jay. Um, what a game coming out of the Maui, Jesus! <laughs> Dude, this schedule's insane at a conference. Looking at the rest of it, uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go loss in Austin. If I yeah, look, no, they're not we, gonna uh, sweep Texas Tech and Texas. I mean, they could, but yeah, I'm trying to look at this, you know, from a fair point of view. We gave them Texas Tech. I'm giving them the, the loss in Austin. Yeah, and we talked about in Texas. If this game was played in Omaha, we go Creighton. But since it's in Austin, we'll go Texas. Yeah. Well, then they come home and they take on Fred Hoiberg and the Nebraska Cornhuskers. And I know they're giving them a long leash, but I'll be honest. I think this is going to be Hoiberg's best team ever. Now, obviously, you this could be Creighton's best team ever. I'm taking Creighton, but I am impressed with the schedule. <laughs> it's loaded. Yeah, uh, what are you doing here? They're going to take down the Cornhuskers in Omaha. Yeah, because especially if they're coming off a loss at Texas and maybe a loss or two, maybe at this point they might have three out of four losses. So this is a desperate spot. They're gonna they're gonna beat Nebraska, especially at home. Well, then they head to Vegas to the Michelob Ultra Arena. <laughs> These names. So, uh, that's a put. I mean, I don't know. Uh, pussy ass beer, right? But uh, <laughs> look, they get BYU and uh, Mark Pope, who I think doing a good job there in Provo, as they they're on the cusp of joining the Big Twelve next year. That's a dangerous game because that's not BYU fans travel. I think BYU will have an advantage there. It's only like what I don't know, five six hour drive uh, from from shit. If you if they're if they're BYU fans in Southern Utah, it's like an hour drive. Um, what do you? What, they get BYU, and then the, the next game is against Bobby Hurley in Arizona State, who is always an enigma in college basketball. Like obviously he's underachieved in Tempe, but their teams are always talented, and they're always capable of beating really good teams because of how talented they are. But yet they can never make the dance, or if they ever make the dance, they lose in the first round. And those are normally the play-in games. What are you doing on this two-game stretch here? What a great fucking schedule! Shout out to 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 Creighton. Because besides those cupcakes uh, to start the season, St. Thomas, North Dakota, and Holy Cross, I'm even going to give them credit for UC Riverside. This schedule is insane. Well, yeah, and especially because the Big East plays 20 games. Yeah. So this is the final. This is the final two non-conference uh, games of their of their slate. I mean, no, no wonder they played those four cupcakes to start the year. <laughs> but. I, I'm impressed though, man. I like, I even think like yeah. Riverside's a tough schedule. I don't even, I don't even give the Riverside the cupcake, uh, you know, title, but uh, yeah. Uh, what are you doing with BYU and Arizona state two and oh, yeah, barely, barely. I think, I think they two single digit wins. Uh, Cause these are two, two more good tests here. I think the BYU one is dangerous. Cause I do expect that uh, I, to be a decent, yes. a decent uh, advantage for BYU. Uh, I'll join you. I'll join you. So I will put them at a conference record at uh, what, what do we say? Says what uh, was it Four, six and one in November and then three and one in December at a conference. So what is that? Nine and two at a conference. 
nine and two. And I think we're seeing eye to eye here, but then they, they start conference play on December 16th. So what I'm going to do here is I'm only going to go up to uh, up to the, the new year. All right. We're going to grade what their record would be at the end of 2022. And mm-hmm. then, uh, and then we'll take a look at 2023. Uh, they start off at Marquette uh, against Shaka smart on December, Friday, December 16th. They're going to win that. They're going to win that. I think Marquette might take a step back. Although I was impressed because Shaka smart certainly overachieved in his first season there. I'm going to go Marquette here just because they will have been on the road for a long, long time coming from Vegas. So a little bit of a letdown, right? I mean, they, the schedule makers didn't do them any favors having to go right from, right from Vegas to Marquette. So I'll go Marquette in an upset. I like it. I like it. Um, then they take on the Butler Bulldogs Man, I want to say upset here, but it's in Omaha. Yeah. I'm high on Butler. Um, I, I, if you don't know, I'm high on Butler this year, but I know Creighton's good at home, man. Um, all right. I'm going to give him a win. I'm going to give him the win overtime win. There we go. Yeah, no, I got I, especially if they lose to Marquette, they got to win this game and shout out to the big East for playing on Christmas day. Oh man. And that's a loaded slate. I, I, I looked at some of the other <laughs> games, shout out to the big East Christmas to Paul at, at, at uh, Creighton. Uh, this should be an easy Man. win though. Creighton fans. You're going to have a good Christmas. DePaul fans. It might, you might start hitting the eggnog, the alcoholic eggnog a little early. Um, yeah, dude, I got them. So that that's the last game of the regular season. Or I'm sorry of the 2022 segment of their season. I, I got them on with only two losses. I know you got them at three uh, coming into the new year. And now, uh, now I'm going to shift. But before I get there, I want to, sh- uh, I want to tell us uh, to tell everyone out there that the, the college basketball experience is brought to you by Fubo TV. If you watch football or basketball, you need Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro basketball and football. They even got the NFL red zone. They got games in 4k at no extra charge. There's over a hundred channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. You can watch it on all your devices. Never miss a game or an episode with your, you know, because they have included cloud-based DVR. Uh, Plus, there's no contract, there's no commitment. You can cancel at any time. Right now, you can try Fubo TV for free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com slash SGP. That's FuboTV.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by Odds Trader. Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all the major sports books. You can also c- compare the different sign up codes and promo codes from sports book to sports book to assure yourself that you get the best deal possible. Uh, and what I love about it is they have a bet tracker that organizes all your bets, all your games, all your betting activity. It's fantastic. Go to oddtrader.com slash blue wire oddtrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. All right, we're back talking blue Jay basketball way more entertaining than Toronto blue Jay baseball. All right. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that. All right. Hey, and look, there's probably a lot of Nebraska fans in here. I feel your pain on the football field. I bet the over on the win totals, right? So you know, hopefully you'll have an opportunity to just tune into Creighton basketball this year or Hoiberg, the mayor, maybe, maybe they can have a good year. Maybe that, maybe that'll be a, a great story. Both teams in Nebraska playing great ball, both big schools, I, I should say. Um, but looking at the remainder of the schedule, uh, I want to, uh, to ask you, what is the spot where you say, uh, you know, maybe a three game stretch where, you know, Creighton fans are thinking, Hey, one or we're going to get the one seed, two seed, 
in the NCAA tournament. And what's the stretch where you say they need, they need to handle business here, survive these three games with a winning record, like your baseball philosophy, perhaps. Yes. Uh, Is there a three game stretch that just uh, stands out to you there? Or is it, you know, obviously the big East is a gauntlet. Um, I can tell you, I have, I have one that uh, is from February 4th to February 11th. And that is home to Villanova. Obviously Jay Wright, he's gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyle Neptune steps in. You wonder, is there a chance for re- regression for, from the wildcats? Uh, just cause we haven't seen Kyle Neptune do this then. Uh, so they, they, they get Nova at home where they could get a key win. Then they head to Seton hall to take on Shaheen Holloway up in, up in Newark, New Jersey. Then they're home to Yukon. If they could find, I think if they take care of business there and win the home games, and then, you know, I think they're capable of winning in Newark. I think you're, 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 you have a solid chance, assuming that you, you, you do what you do at a conference of, uh, of really handling business uh, and, and per- perhaps locking up the top spot in the big East. Yeah, no. And, and, you know, Creighton's like the West Virginia, the big East where they're at such a disadvantage with their travel because of them being in the Midwest versus all these schools in the Northeast. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Uh, is there a three game stretch? I mean, I, I, another one to keep an eye on is January 7th to January 14th. That's mine. Yeah. Because you got, you got to go to Yukon and Xavier. Those are two. uh, I mean, Yukon's always right there. Xavier's going to be improved with Sean Miller. And then if you do happen to go Oh, and two on that road trip, hopefully you can at least get one. You got, you can't have a letdown against Providence at home. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is a tough start. I mean, this whole schedule is brutal. This is a great schedule as far as like great games. If you're a, a Creighton fan, fun. yeah. If you're a Creighton fan, you're probably thinking, "Hey, I wish we would have dialed it back a little bit." But I don't know. Maybe the fans are saying, "Hey, we want we want good competition throughout the whole season." Because you certainly have it. You certainly have it. Mm-hmm. I only see like I mean, because even DePaul, I think, has improved this year. Honestly, you look at the entire schedule, and to me, there's only three or four flat out wins. Like I'm not calling for them to be, I think they still, I'm going to be in the NCAA tournament, but I'm saying everyone else they play is decent. (laughs) Yeah, no, the big East has kind of turned into the big 12 a little bit with how competitive and they play everybody twice now, especially you take away two by games and you replace it with two more big East games now with the 20 game slate. Yeah. A hundred percent, man. So let me ask you this. I know we're we're still like injuries could happen, all this other stuff could happen. But mm-hmm. what's your what's your pecking order in the Big East? Where where do you have Creighton, you know, ending up? You know, there are a lot of publications have them being the top team in in the Big East. Are you gonna are 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 you gonna match that? Or are you gonna say you know what? I don't know that they can live up to the hype. They put a target. They have put a target on their back. The media yeah. has. The media has. You know whether uh, McDermott wants to admit it or not. So I do think you, you know, when you, when you go play UConn, when you go play Providence, when you go play Xavier, they're coming for you because they've been reading those press clippings. I'm going to go. I think they're going to finish second. I think it's going to come down to that February 25th matchup at Villanova. And I'm just going to take the pedigree of Villanova to get it done. So I got Craven finishing second. I think 
Villanova, Creighton, and UConn are the top year, I would say. And then right after that, you kind of get the Xavier's and St. John's, Seton Hall, and Providence's. Ah, it's tough. I I feel like I'm going to. It's tough. I'm, I, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna take them to finish second or third too. And I know we yeah. might eat shit on this one because I, the Neptune, going you, when you lose Jay Wright, a Hall of Fame coach, mm-hmm. and this is not a disrespect to Kyle Neptune, but you gotta wonder, are you gonna be able to continue to to play it to, to coach at that level? Will your teams be able to uh, play at that level? Uh, however, I kind of think yes. I also think UConn. I, I also think uh, that Xavier might find themselves in that mix, and I also think Butler yeah. could as well. Um, and I know I, we've never seen McDermott with this much talent. Yeah, I feel like we've had some really talented teams, but I feel like this one might be their most talented that I can recall. Maybe, maybe I'm the idiot here, but uh, give me them to finish second as well. I hate agreeing. So we're agreeing too much. We're agreeing too much. All right. The best episodes. Great are to- yes. <laughs> Great minds think alike. Uh, but I cannot wait. And I think that's one of the fascinating storylines is can Creighton establish itself as the team to beat in the, in the big East for years to come? Because you look at that roster with NIL being a thing. Now, obviously the portal, you know, things can change. But when I look at this roster, I see two seniors on this team. Two seniors, for uh, Francisco Farabello and Baylor Shireman. So, you want to talk about establishing if this year if they can lock up that one seed, win the Big East regular season title, then win the Big East tournament perhaps, mm-hmm. and and establish itself. Jay Wright's gone. We have the most experienced coach, and and you know this is the way things are going to be in the future in the Big East. It goes through Omaha. I I can't wait for the season to start. I really can't. Shout out to Creighton's athletic director and the Creighton program for putting together that tough of a schedule. They're going to be must watch TV all year folks subscribe to the college basketball experience. And uh, remember, check out the college football experience too. Creighton. What's up? Start your fucking football program. Come on. You're in Omaha. Nebraska fans are thirsty. They're thirsty for football. All right. Even Omaha's program. What they were like FCS or D two or something. They, they don't even play anymore. What's going on. Hey, Nebraska. Play some more football, all right? I get it. The Cornhuskers, they got it. They're gonna go hire somebody. They're gonna go hire somebody. I know the whole state. I've been to the great state of Nebraska. It's a great state. The fans are passionate. But hey, Creighton, let's go FCS. Let's go FCS. Start your football program, all right? Subscribe to the college football experience. We come together as one. Once again, remember the college baseball experience with Noah Beanick. Uh We we come together as one on YouTube. YouTube.com/slash the college experience. Subscribe. Tell a friend, and all uh, all year long, you're gonna hear us. If you, if you are brand new to the college basketball experience, then you do not know that every, when the season tips on November 7th, you're going to be hearing us every single night, every single night of the college basketball season talking best bets. Yes. Cause we are a part of the sports gambling podcast, but also we love college hoops. So not only just the best bets, the best matchups to watch. What do we, what, what do we find so intriguing about this, this matchup? You're going to hear all that good stuff. Uh, so if you're brand, if you're, if you're a brand new fan of college basketball, say, I'm going to give it a try this year. Let us be, let us be the gateway. All right, let's go. Uh, also check out, uh, give, give Ryan a follow here and check out all of his work. 
Um, first off, you can give him a follow on Twitter at moneyline underscore Mac. He uh, he's got several great podcasts that I highly recommend. If you love the National Football League, check out the NFL Gambling Podcast. And then if you're watching on YouTube, you see this backdrop of his promoting the Ryan and Russ show, where they they talk gambling, I believe, all all over. So check out that. Uh, highly recommend that. And uh, yeah, I'm excited for the season to drop. And uh, can't wait till then, folks. Check out the Sports Gambling Podcast. Check out all of our other platforms, as you know, NBA Gambling Podcast, NHL Gambling po- Podcast, uh, Soccer. The World Cups around, so Soccer Gambling Podcast. Check out all that good stuff. All right, uh, we got you covered. All right, we talk college hoops year round here. They talk all those other sports year round there. So, all right, folks, this is the college basketball experience, Creighton Blue Jay style. You better start thinking about yours, and we out of here. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. I smoke and I drink, and um, I don't have stress, and I'm healthy. At the Olympics, doesn't matter who wins, because they're all losers. It's easy to see a tide turn. When we were winning conference titles and going to the Final Four, we were making a statement. They're begging us. Please have a party. Beat us straight. Get us laid. I don't get it. <laughs> they're cold, but they're counting down 765.